Hello and welcome back to the Luke Meadows Experience. I am your host, of course, Luke Meadows. Uh, I think this is, what, the fifth, fourth episode. Um, hope you all enjoyed the episode last week with Alex Ingstrom, my, you know, one of my closest friends. It was a lot of fun to make, a lot of fun to talk politics. You know, we talk about that kind of stuff all the time. So I thought I would, thought I would kind of share our incredibly in-depth conversations with you. Um, but today I'm going to talk about something a little different from, from that um, I just finished a sh- the show uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender on on Netflix. Great show if you haven't watched it. Uh, you know, I never really watched it when I was younger, um, just because I didn't really watch that much Nick, honestly, and it was on Nickelodeon. But I watched. But, and, you know, I was actually late to, to to coming to it because everyone was everyone was talking about it. You know, a lot of my friends were talking about it, and then I was you know probably I was probably. A month or I mean a month late to uh to getting to it, but I really I really enjoyed it. I don't I'm not a, you know normally when I go back and watch childhood mo- shows I get really disappointed because of how bad they are. But Avatar is still very good at my age, which is 16, almost 17. Um, so it, it was it was refreshing, but I don't want to talk about just you know Avatar because I I could talk about Avatar and just you know rank my favorite character or something like that. But I want to talk about something a little bit more in depth. Um, I wanted to talk about my favorite character, and I think one of the characters who I've seen have the best, uh, the best kind of character development, character arc. I want to talk about the philosophy of Prince Zuko and the importance of finding your own path. Um, so, for people who haven't watched Avatar, I guess I'll kind of just give you a, a rundown of of Zuko's, you know, how he found his own path and like kind of his life story. So, the origins for it were like the origins for him. And this was before the actual show started, like you see it in flashbacks. But um, you know, Zuko is the son of Fire Lord Ozai, and Fire Lord Ozai, you know, they were from the Fire Nation, and the Fire Nation was not a uh, just say they were not a very nice, nice country, nice place. Well, he was at a war meeting one day, and I guess going back even further, he was his father didn't really love him. And that was kind of the whole start of everything because he was very close with his mother, but his father loved his sister, Princess Azula, far more because she was the better firebender and she was ruthless. And she was, she's honestly a monster. Like she's, she's a self-proclaimed monster. Um, but Fire Lord Ozai loved that from her. Whereas he, whereas um, the mother, I forgot, Ursa, I think was her name. So Ursa did not like that at all. But she loved Zuko because Zuko had a kind heart and everything like that. But kindness was never really... It wasn't promoted in the Fire Nation. It was it was something that is looked down on. Um, so one time at a war meeting, pretty much, Zuko, Zuko spoke out of turn. Not, not really... Not, it, wasn't, it wasn't even really out of turn. He unintentionally disrespected the Fire War. I think they were talking about going to go kill a whole bunch of people. And he was like, but what about all those people? And then Ozai took it as disrespect, so we challenged him to an Agni Kai. And an Agni Kai, if you don't know, if you haven't watched it, is um, pretty much a duel. It's like a, it's like a Fire Nation duel. Um, and keep in mind, Fire Lord Ozai is like the best fire, like one of the best firebenders. And Zuko was a, you know, like a thirteen-year-old kid. Like, it, and so Zuko refused to fight him because Zuko refused to fight his father, um, and his father took that as as weakness. And he took it as embarrassment, and he left him a huge scar, like his whole, I think, his left side of his face, 
or Ellie says uh, around his eye is scarred, and he he banished him and he told him you can never regain your you won't regain your honor and be able to come back until you find the Avatar, um, and he left him that mark to, to as as a as a reminder that you'll never be able to regain your honor until you do this. So, start, just starting out, Zuko had a very difficult life. He, you know, that was that's kind of what I want to show there was was how his his life everything he he never had respect or never had any love even from his father and he you know being the prince of the fire nation you are expected to be this you know like your father you're supposed to follow in your father's footsteps like that and he he didn't really and he uh i mean he was he was banished obviously and so your own father banishing you 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 i mean he did everything in his life to please him, uh, you know, everything when he was younger to try and please him, and, and his father banished him, and so that even just drove him even even more to want to please him. Um, so when we get to the start of the show, the, so once again, the only way for him to restore his honor was by catching the Avatar, and so he did terrible things to try and catch the Avatar, but, you know, when you see the first start of the show, you think, oh, he's just a typical bi- villain, Zuko is just a typical, he's going to be a typical bad guy. Um, but it's obvious, you know, but as you watch a little through, he has an actual motive. He's not just doing it because he's a bad guy. He's not just doing it because I'm a pirate or something like that. He's doing it to regain his honor. And I think about what I would do in that situation. If my father banished me, I would do the exact same thing. I think we all would. I think we would, most of us would do the exact same thing as Zuko and do awful things to try and regain, regain our honor, regain our, our position in our, in our kingdom, in our home, um, you know, just be able to be treated like a normal son again, to be able to be the prince of the fire nation. And he, like I said, he did awful things in order to regain this honor because he believed that honor was not, it, it was, it was given to someone. You, you didn't have honor within yourself. It was, it was given to someone. Everything, everything was kind of his fault. That's how the way that he took it, and he so because of because of his father banishing him and saying that your honor is stripped, he believed it because he wanted to please his father so bad, and he didn't he, he like I said he didn't think that honor could be from the inside. He thought honor had to be from outward things, um, but then he as this as in about season two it goes along. And he actually is, he becomes a fugitive of the Fire Nation because, um, I'm not, I forget why, I think he, cause he, cause he evaded Princess Azula cause she tried to catch him. Um, and so him and, him and his uncle Ira, who he traveled with, uh, they both became fugitives of the Fire Nation. So then we get to his slow transformation. So this is, this is where he starts to kind of take the steps to become to become an, an honorable man. Not honorable in the sense of Fire Lord Ozai, honorable in the sense of himself. So he travels with uncle, his uncle Iroh, and he sees the fire, the destruction of the Fire Nation. They stay, they, as they travel, they have to blend in, so they stay in people's houses. And there's, there was, I remember there was one girl, he stayed at their house, and his family fed him, and he went outside, and she showed him her scars from the Fire Nation. And... It was really powerful because he saw, he saw for like really the first time in his life that 
the, the Fire Nation hasn't just hurt me. The Fire Nation has hurt everyone. And the, since he sees that he sees he sees he starts to see the evil of the Fire Nation. He starts to overcome that 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 stigma within himself to try and please his father. He 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 takes the first he takes baby steps to do it. Um, there's also an episode called Zuko Alone, which is probably the best episode of the entire series. I mean, it's it's an amazing episode. But he starts to take he so he it's like a Clint Eastwood kind of thing where he goes and. He goes by himself, because I think he had left Uncle Ira at this point to try and find his own destiny by himself or something like that. And he he makes a genuine connection with this little kid, and this this town is run by evil, earthbending people. And they they were just terrible human beings. And he goes and people don't know that he is Prince Zuko of the Fire Nation. And he begins to actually be kind and actually understand these these this family and help them and it's sad because he had to to defend this family that was so nice to him he had to use firebending and then at when they used firebending he's and he said he was prince zuko everyone just kind of turned on him um but he is it shows that he is starting to take these steps towards self-discovery. And I think that's what we all need to do. We need to start take steps towards self-discovery. Like Zuko, it won't be easy. It it won't be easy at at first because you are you're going against everything that you've been taught. At this point, he's going even though he has not made a full conversion, he is going against everything that he has spent his whole life trying to do. And it's it, it's so it's difficult. But we all need to take these steps. But then he reverts back. So he he continued to improve. He can and right as you think he's right over the hump, right as you think he's reached. Okay, he's good Zuko now. Right as you think that, it shows that progress is not always linear, and he reverts back and he betrays his uncle, and because he Azula promised him that if he betrayed his uncle, if if he came to her side, that he would get all the glory and everything that he's wanted in life, and the temptation was too much for him, so he betrays his uncle. And they think the Avatar is dead, and he gets to go back to the to the Fire Nation. And you see, he gets everything that he's ever wanted in life. His father is proud of him. The Fire Nation loves him. They don't view him as a traitor anymore. They don't view him as as a band and an outcast. Um, he gets everything that he has ever wanted from the Fire Nation. All the respect. All the, the recognition, the, the love from his father, he gets, he gets all of that. But he still feels empty. And I think that's, that, is, that is about as powerful as you can get for a, for a kid's show. Because you have... It shows that, it shows that you outwardly things don't, will, never, will never fill a hole that you have in your life. You, we all think in life that... We can fill it with something, or if we do something for someone else that you know that someone else wants us to do, if we go on someone else's destiny, or, or that we can f- fill that hole in our lives. And and Zuko found out that that you can't. Zuko realized that this is not who he was. This is not what he wanted. And I think that's incredibly powerful because we all need that in life. We all need to realize what whatever we want to do is different than what other people want us to do. And we need to follow ourselves. Um, 
but continuing, so yeah, so he felt incredibly empty in life, and he he felt awful because he had betrayed his uncle, and that was the one person who had been with him through everything and had helped him through everything. He was more of a father to him than Fire Lord Ozai ever was, and he betrayed him, and he still went, you know, he still went into his into his father's, where his father was imprisoned, like that, to try and talk to him. And then he would just get angry when his father wouldn't speak to, or when um, Iroh, his uncle Iroh, would not speak to him. But it was misguided anger, because he was not angry at Uncle Iroh. He was angry at himself. And there's an episode called The Beach, where it's, you know, the whole little Fire Nation group, they're, they're at a beach. It's Zuko, Azula, um, Tylee, and, uh, and uh, May. And they're all there, and in the very end... Zuko, you know, they, it, Zuko and all the people are talking and they, he gets really upset and they're all asking him, who are you mad at? And he doesn't know at first. He says, I don't know. I just every, he says everyone. But then he, then he finally comes to the realization that he's mad at himself. That's the only person he's been mad at is himself. All this anger, all this rage that he used to try and catch the Avatar was all him being mad at himself because he knew this was not him. He knew it, but he wanted to please his father. He wanted to do what his father wanted. He wanted to become the perfect child like Azula. And the only way he thought to do that was to betray who he was. But then he gets to freedom. He frees himself and leaves to help the Avatar and take down the Fire Nation. He, he marches to, he marches into Fire Lord Ozai's room and says, hey, I'm leaving. This is not who I am. This is not what, I've meant to, what I was meant to do. And I've realized my true destiny. And I think that's what we all need in life. We all need the moment to realize what our, what our true destiny is. Because that's what's most important in life. When, you, when a, someone without a purpose, someone without a cause, is, is just like a floating jellyfish in the ocean. They, they just kind of go with the waves. They don't... They don't actually have a direction in life. And that was what Zuko was, because Zuko Zuko didn't know what he wanted. Zuko didn't know what he what, what he wanted to do with his life, what he who he wanted to be in his life. He had spent all of his life, all this time, doing something for someone else who didn't even love him, that he had lost sight of who he was. But now he found himself again because he realized that honor cannot be given. You have the honor and you know, it, you have the honor in yourself. But he didn't know that right up until he realized that who he was in life is different than what everyone else wanted him to be or what people thought he was. And he just needed to accept that. And so this is where I get back to the point of finding your own path. You must you must look inwards for your own path. You you are the only one who knows what your path and your ideas are. You you can't you can't listen to other people in life when when they say that when they say oh you can't do this or oh you need to do this. No. No, no, no. no. You must you must have control over your own destiny and your own path. And that's the only way to that is the only way to freedom. Be, like like Zuko was a slave to Fire Lord Ozai. He was enslaved to the Fire Nation, enslaved to the idea of pleasing his father. 
when he realized that once you stop trying to please other people and you start trying to do what's best for yourself, that's when you achieve freedom. That is freedom. And it, it takes us a while to get there because human nature is for us to want to please other people. We don't like letting other people down. And especially when they are our father or our, you know a member of our family, like Zuko had. That's that's the you know you you feel you f- you feel like you, they need they need to love you so you're going to do anything you can to get them to love you. But you have to realize if they can't love you and accept you for who you are, then they never loved you in the first place. And I th- I think that's the important lesson that Zuko taught us in his amazing amazingly written character development is that we if other people can't accept us for who we are, then there's no reason in trying to be accepted by them. Don't don't fit in. Don't don't change who you are to be to be with the crowd. Because because you'll always end up feeling empty. You will always feel empty because that's not who you are. Just like Zuko was when he got back to the Fire Nation after betraying Uncle Iroh and betraying who he was. He felt empty. And he was angry at himself. And he thought that he thought that achieve that, that achieving this goal that his that his father gave to him and his family gave to him would fill would fill the hole. But but it couldn't because it wasn't who he was. And so when you accept who you are, then nothing can hurt you. Nothing can hurt you in life. And I think that's the beauty, and that's the philosophy of finding your own path. And the, that's the philosophy of Zuko. So thank you. I know this was kind of a short episode. Um but I just really wanted to talk about talk about um, Zuko and because he's my favorite character on Avatar, and it was really a great show. So if you have not watched it, I really highly encourage you to go watch it. So uh, thank you, and hope you tune in next week. Peace.